When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, good morning, everybody over here on Rumble on the Black and White News Channel. Um, happy Tuesday to, to everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, Rhodes is here along with me. What's going on, man? What is going on, Mr. John Matrix? Good morning, chat. Our, what is this? Our third stream on Rumble now in the last third or fourth, mm, one of them. Five or six days, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Friday, and, Friday we went um, live on Rumble, I believe. I believe it was yeah, Friday. Yeah, Friday, Friday afternoon, impromptu. Yeah. We yeah. did two streams that day a member stream and then over here. Yeah. Where we thought. YouTube might ban us, and then Monday, YouTube banned us. <laughs> no, actually, that was Sunday. Sunday, they banned us. Yeah. You yeah. were off that day, and um, you had texted me. I was in the middle of sports wars, and I was like, oh, they really got us this time. Yeah. But not for a video that we that I actually thought they were getting us on. Uh, no, Dr. Field of video, so... Yeah, We're, I mean, we are stuck over here on Rumble. <laughs> what kind of sucks about that whole thing, besides just the whole thing, is you would think a video involving Dr. Phil might make it, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. might be okay, actually. And because anytime you have like Dr. Phil or somebody that, and I understand he's a doctor, but let's be real, Dr. Phil's a celebrity too, right? Yeah, yeah he's and, definitely a celebrity. So anytime you think, okay, well, it's a celebrities involved, maybe, maybe there's a little pop culture there, blah blah blah. No, no, bitches, yeah, we're gonna ban you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, that ain't. We, that we lost matter. a whole week of income over there, and yesterday the views were so low on that channel because oh, I didn't. Even I can't remember how many views was. I think it was like eleven hundred views on that channel. 1300 and around 70, I think 1370. And I just kind of shook my head and I was like, I don't remember the last time I've seen that few views on that channel. It's, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, before we jump too far, remind everybody, make sure you go over to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, go to Apple podcast, leave us a five-star review. It will help out the podcast immensely. And of course, you can get the podcast, Spotify, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, where else? Google, Castbox, Breaker. Yeah, you yeah, know the you, drill. You guys know the places. You guys know the drill. Uh, well, I have to say everything because this is going on podcast, so the people on podcast will know uh, where yeah. they want to subscribe. And Shockingly, it's also on Google Podcasts, and um, we're banned from rumble i mean banned from uh, from youtube yeah kind of yeah. funny how that works right <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason it seems like to anything and we talked about that yesterday that's the frustrating thing um they use a very 
wide bubble, a, a large bubble, and just shove everything into the bubble, and you really don't know what happened. I mean, even now, we're just speculating as to what really happened in the video. We got suspicions. Somebody told us what it might have been, but even they don't really know if that was it. You know, yeah. it could have been something else. Yeah. In the uh, video for all we know, we well, have I was no told clue. I, I was told not by somebody at YouTube that me saying that um gender dysphoria was a mental illness was a problem. I think it's likely that could have yeah. been an issue. Yeah. And you know I, what? I was actually I was actually watching uh, Matt Walsh's uh, video on YouTube because um he's gonna just post his clips there. And he was saying the same thing. I was actually saying he said the YouTube rules are vague on purpose. They're doing that to control you. Yep. They don't want to tell you um, what you said at all. I mean, I was back and forth with YouTube like four times on Sunday. Each time they never told me why. They just said hate speech. OK, what did I say that was hateful? They refused to tell me. Yeah. Actually, the, no the, the people, the people on um, the uh, the chat, they probably really don't know. They were just saying, uh, "Since it's already um, been reviewed, I um, really can't tell you." So, right? They don't have a clue. I mean, I don't know. No. Do I? Do I feel like they know? I don't. I, don't, I would. They know. I, I would. I, I would be willing to bet that they've got to have some kind of a any time time you do some kind of regulation or customer service you've got to have some kind of database that allows for notation so and i worked in that sort of business for years they've probably had to listen to the video and i would guess i would hope copy verbatim what was said that got you suspended in case they're ever subpoenaed for that yeah you would think they would have to show it Eventually, you know? man, I really think that YouTube is going to get sued one day. I think there's going to be a massive lawsuit one day behind that because their rules are very, very vague. I think they're going to get sued eventually. But here we are. We're right here on um, Rumble again. Joe Bob Tarheel is actually here in, in the chat. Um. As well, he's dropping some things. He's saying that uh, YouTube wants to make us their slaves. No way Jose will fight this. Yeah, that's why we're over here on uh, Rumble. And I've definitely been watching uh, more Rumble videos uh, lately uh, than um, YouTube videos. So, and with that being said, guys, if you would like to support this stream, do have Rumble Rants there. You can actually give uh, donations through their version of um, Super Chat. Let me ask you a question. We shared this on the sports channel, uh, right? Yep. The yep. big sports channel. Okay. Yep. We did. All right. Just making sure. Just making sure. Yep. Good deal. I think we've got several good topics. Most of them related to Tucker, but. Yep. Yep. Got, a, because, got some Bud Light action in here, too. Yeah. Yeah. But the Tucker thing was still the biggest thing because uh, Fox came out and said that. Um, that. Tucker and Fox agreed to part right ways. That was not the case because the truth is Tucker found out 10 minutes before the news came down and guess what he was doing? He was preparing for his Monday show. 
And then he got fired. There was no mutual anything. Fox News is a part of the establishment. Paul Ryan is on the board. And I hope that I'm, I'm just saying this. I hope Fox News goes under. I hope they go under. They already lost a billion dollars in um, market cap right now. They they lost the hell with Fox uh, News. Yeah, they lost a billion a billion bucks in one day in market value. Um, in fact, and they, um, I know that they did recover some, but that's not too surprising. But they still went down by uh, maybe two o'clock. I know. This was before the billion emerged. When I made that video yesterday, when it came out that there wasn't any specifics, but it, it, it came out that he was indeed fired per multiple sources that had direct knowledge of what happened. And that's what Mediaite had, had put out yesterday afternoon. And at that time, it was a $930 million hit. So I and and it had plummeted and then it went up just a hair, just a hair um, after it plummeted. And I would suspect it was Democrats that probably started buying shares of of Fox News. That wouldn't have surprised me a bit. Could be, you know, um, it definitely changes the landscape in many ways. There are certain things you notice about Fox News. For example, I got up this morning. You know I get up very early. I'm usually up no later than about 3.30 in the morning. And the general routine for me and my wife is get up, turn on Fox and Friends first, which is like a, a pre-show, but it's a show to find out what happened overnight from a news-wise, right? What happened right. overnight? And I was like, I got ready to turn them on. I was like, oh, yeah. Tucker got fired. Bleep these bastards. So I turned it over to Newsmax, and there's no news. And I'm like, this I thought, is... I thought you knew that. See, I watch Newsmax. Newsmax has, like, they don't have live news programming between the hours of 3 and 5 a.m. At 5 a.m., they start with their live shows. Well, I I emailed them the other day and asked them, "Hey, do you do you want a live show on your on your uh on your channel between 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. every morning?" <laughs> I said, uh, oh, you, "You emailed Newsmax?" <laughs> I sure did. Yeah, oh, okay. cuz they've they've got no political commentary from 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. None. And I'm like, "Right here. Right here, us." Because yeah. that that reaches millions upon millions of people, you know? Yeah. And that time in the morning, yeah, you're not going to draw great ratings. But if they said, hey, we'll put y'all on four to five, you'll probably only have 20,000 people watch, I'd be like, I'm okay with that. Put us on. Yeah. <laughs> 20,000 people? Yeah. Remember, I'm okay Diamond, with Sil that. Diamond and on. Silk used to be on around that time in the morning. Exactly. Exactly. It's just something to further our reach and get us involved with a place that we feel better about watching. I had already abandoned a lot of Fox News after the election 
But there were specific entities I still watched. I watched Jesse Waters. I watched Tucker Carlson. I liked Fox and Friends on the weekend. Dan Bongino. Yep. I even like Lawrence Jones. You know, I like his cross-country show. Um, but Tucker was the guy. He was the main guy. And you he was felt, the main draw. And there's some some folks over there that, that are still vocal Trump supporters and even during their telecast, but there were certain shows I couldn't stand to watch anymore. Neil Cavito had become unwatchable. He had as many, he has as many Democrats on there as he does Republicans. Uh, maybe more, frankly, Brett bear. That evening program of his is cringeworthy. He had, he put so many, he, he platformed so many Democrats on there and and liberals. And I understand he's trying to he wants it to be like a fair fight, but look, dude, know your audience too, right? right. Know your audience. Um Gutfeld. Yeah, love Gutfeld. Best late night show going without a Gutfeld doubt. Gutfeld is so funny. He is great. Yeah, he is great. Tyrus is good. And uh but after what you did to Tucker, I got to go a different way. I got to figure it out, you know? Yeah. I'm telling so, you, Newsmats, watch Newsmats. I was actually watching uh, Chris Salcedo uh, this morning. He was, um, um, of course, he does his Houston show, but it's actually uh, streamed on uh, Getter and on Rumble. And he was actually talking about uh, Newsmats, how they actually like him, like him to operate because he was actually on the phone with a guy calling in. And I believe that um, the guy was saying like, hey, you may be kind of different on here versus uh, TV. Now, of course, he has his podcast also as well, which is more, I would say his podcast is more cu cultural stuff. Like he's done Star Wars stuff. He's a bit Star Wars fan. But um, he was saying like, you know how he calls Joe Biden, Beijing Biden on his, on his um, morning show. He says the, the higher ups at Newsmats don't want him to actually say that they want him to be more um more g-rated i guess you can say oh they all form criticizes joe biden over there but they want it to be more more buttoned up about it that kind of thing who, he was actually saying and, and who was this chris Alcedo. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i like chris a yeah. lot yeah yeah i love his newsmax oh. show yeah, it's good. It's really good. I I don't really understand why they haven't elevated him some. Um I know they felt like that the Greta Greta Van Sestren was a big win for them because well, of, she had the name. Well, she had the massive Fox show back in the day, you know. Uh, right. I don't watch her. I'm gonna be real. I don't. I mean, you know, she just these days, she's not drawing me in. Yeah. You know. I uh, tell you, Greg, man. I watched Greg Kelly. I think he had Trump on last night, in fact. Yeah. Remember uh, they let uh, Stitchfield go, too, over there a while back. He's on... Um, there's another conservative news network now that is, is available uh, over the air... I can't remember what it's called, but he's his show is on that now. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like 
kind of like Newsmax, kind of like OAN, kind of like the Blaze TV. You know how all those are available on Pluto and right and, and places like that. Well, this is a new one. It's called Real World Commentary or Real World Politics or I, it's I don't on know. Pluto. Yeah, yeah. It's it's some some something new. Man, let me look it up because I like yeah. Stinchfield. I don't I don't try to try to. Um, I don't really can, can real you, America's voice. Okay. Is I guess the name of his is that the name of his um I don't know. Is that the name of the maybe that's the name of the network. Hmm. I tell you what, man. If Newsmax really wants to take down Fox, they should go out there and get Bongino and Tucker. I don't know their financial situation, but if they can go and nail those two guys, get those two guys, that'd be huge. Now, of course, they have some issues, you know, with the amount of money that um, the because the ratings on uh, Newsmax are pretty good. They they're beating CNN and all these other places. Oh, um. It's Real America's Voice is the name of the network. It was started in 2020. It is a Republican. Well, of course, Wikipedia is going to get extreme with it. Right wing to far right wing streaming yeah. cable and satellite Wikipedia channel. Wikipedia always does that. Uh, but their sister channel is Weather Nation. <laughs> we oh, all know Weather, Weather Nation. Weather Nation yeah. is sis- I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So... I learned something new every day. There you go. I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know it either. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Ken Jun Ranger in the house. Never forget these people are talk show hosts and not journalists. No, I consider all these people to be mainly commentators. Yeah. And, you know, I got to thinking about that uh, this morning. I don't know how this stuff just pops in my head when I'm walking out the door, but... I was thinking about how much media and, and, and journalism has changed because let's just take the election, for example. Okay. If there was any shadiness going on, if it would have been the, the, the 60s or the 70s, well, you would have had a, a hungry Boston Globe journalist or a hungry New York Times journalist or somebody with Time magazine, or maybe even, I don't know how long they've been along, but around, but 60 minutes, you would have had somebody that would have been hungry and they would have, they would have pushed that election thing to the max behind the scenes, trying to get a story, right? Yeah. You know, that the Boston Globe broke that big scandal involving the Catholic Church and, and all that back in the day, they made a movie about it. I think maybe Christian Bale's in it or somebody like that. Um, but there was real, actual investigative journalism going on in the sixties and the seventies, and before. And that was that was why those guys wanted to do that job. They wanted that story. They wanted to investigate and blow the lid off some massive conspiracy. Now it's. Nothing to see here. Please move along. 
well, we're not even going to report on on it, anything it, related to the election or blah blah blah. I mean, it's it's well, strange how they've sold their journalistic soul now well, every, for, everything, for this ideology. Everything out there is really um um opinion segments, and you know, hey, that that's okay. I mean, if it's opinion. Hey, it's opinion. Like here, we're we're opinion. We're not out there, you know, trying to be neutral journalists, just um reporting the news. Now, the Don Lemons yeah. of the world, you know, they would say they would say, Hey, we're we're being fair, we're um we're uh we're journalists. No, they're not. You're giving opinion pieces. Your shows are opinion based. Don Lemon doesn't base anything in facts, he's giving opinions. Yeah, he's just a political another attempt at a political pundit in 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 a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Uh, uh Did you know how old he was? Don Lemon? He's I was 57 something 57. Like that. I was I ain't gonna lie, watched, man. Don Don Lemon, he looks pretty good for his age, man. He looks younger <laughs> than that. <laughs> I watched uh uh Patrick Bet David had an emergency podcast on Tucker yesterday. Yeah, I heard about that. I haven't seen it yet. And I watched it, and and they talked to Don Lemon too, just like we did. And they were everybody was like, I thought he was like thirty five years old. He looks <laughs> young. When they said fifty seven, I said, "What? That can't be right." I had to go look it up, and I was like, "Don Lemon's fifty seven? Jesus!" Yeah. <laughs> All he right. Definitely looks young, man. Being a tambourine player is paying off for the <laughs> for the health and and skin look you got going on. I guess. Wow, now, now, I've never seen Don Lemon in person. You know, Don Lemon. Yeah, looks, and, Don Lemon looks like he's about forty. <laughs> Take and, and he, yeah, I mean, he looks fifteen years younger. Yeah, yeah. Now they got they wear makeup. I get that, but um. Still, I was like, is that right? Is he 57? Yeah. He I was is. like, wow. Tambourine playing has really helped his health care <laughs> these days, his skin care. Yep. Oh, yep. that's funny. That's really it, funny. It, it is funny, man. It is funny. Oh, okay. But, but um, we haven't gotten into uh, the reason why Rupert Murdoch actually fired um, Tucker. Apparently, Rupert did not like um, that Tucker was actually um, what he was saying about January 6th, that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure they were really upset when Kevin McCarthy gave him the uh, January 6th files and he dropped those uh, tapes out there, which completely dismantled the establishing narrative uh, of January 6th being an insurrection when it wasn't. Well, I knew that there was some, some fire around the idea i remember when he put those out there was some fire around behind the scenes that maybe rupert murdoch was not pleased that he was putting that out there yeah so the higher ups at fox your paul ryan's they want they want to blame trump for everything they they cannot they don't understand with every move like this, it more and more solidifies 
the things, the very things that Trump has been talking about. Yeah. Well, you remember, the I, I, word is it was Rupert Murdoch that called Arizona early. That's right. Thoughts. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people got really mad at Brett Baer and it came out after the fact. In fact, it just came out about three or four months ago that Brett Baer had had pushed back against Rupert Murdoch and said, look, I don't th I think we should go back on the air and we should back back out of Arizona. And Murdoch wouldn't agree to do it and didn't want them to do it. And Brett Baer was like, yeah, but I, I don't know that I feel great about this. Trump had already called Brett Baer. <laughs> mm -hmm. While they were on the air, Trump was calling him. And and uh, he was like, look, I, nobody else is calling this. Nobody's close to calling it. And Murdoch would not let them uncall Arizona. And uh, it, that was that was a big, big shit stain on yeah. Fox News. If I'm not then. mistaken, Fox called Arizona before any of the other uh, media companies, right? They they jumped ahead of everybody. And I yeah. remember you and I were live on the air with an election stream special oh, yeah. on the that. sports channel. I remember and that. And we, we were both like, wait, what? Why are they calling Arizona? We were shocked. We were like, what the hell is going on right now? Uh, we had a, about a 30-minute long just shit shit fest over that you know we were like what is fox news doing right now it just floored us it took us obviously it took everybody by surprise you know yeah and and of course that just gave the left the leftists ammo immediately oh well you know if fox news is calling it it's got to be called you know so and i think they're all in on it man I do too. They were all in on it when it came to um, 2020. Now, Trump really helped Fox out in 2016. He gave them a a boost, a bit boost. And then 2020 came, they turned their back on him, and then Newsmats blew up in um in 2020. And really, Newsmats is the only one I actually really watch. One thing is out there on free TV too, and I, I really like Newsmats and their coverage of things. I'd love to see them just get a couple of more personalities. Uh, I like Chris Saldado. I like Greg Kelly. Um, and I wish Salcedo was in a primetime spot. Yeah. He feels like he should have some elevation. Yeah, there, he comes on at uh, 3 p.m. Central Time. He's way too early. He should have a primetime spot somewhere, you yeah. know? So, anyway, do we want to get to some of these these articles or these topics, or I don't know? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, so I don't know which one we want to go with, so I'm going to go with, I think, something we've been wondering about, a lot of people have been wondering about, um, and this is Tucker's website. Trump did react to Tucker being gone. Yep, um, he did. This this is a Daily Caller. Former President Donald Trump said Monday that former Fox News host Tucker Carlson was, quote, terrific 
and was stunned at his departure from the network. I'm shocked. I'm surprised. He's a very good person, a very good man, and very talented, as you know, and he had very high ratings. Now, see, Trump was on Newsmax with Greg Kelly last night. Okay. Uh, It was taped earlier in the day, but it was taped, I think, as the news was breaking. Quote, we're just learning about it now almost as we speak. And uh, I don't know how long that clip is. Let me just, there might be a. Probably an ad. Yeah. Well, well yeah, but yeah, but you can just let it play. Then um, it's only then four seconds. To it. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. Go ahead. Skip it. All right. And just play it. Oh, oh another they five got, seconds. They got us. <laughs> oh, man. They got us. There you go. There you go. Now skip it. His new book, it's called Letters to Trump. You know, he's written a great deal of letters, even decades before he became president, to some of the most famous people who have ever lived. It's an absolute fascinating book. But uh, we start off with some current events, namely what's going on at Fox News these days. Mr. President, thank you. Thank you very much. It's good to see you. My honor. So Tucker Carlson was sitting here two weeks ago. Interviewing you, he's gone. What do you make of that? Well, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. Uh, He's a very good person, a very good man, and very talented, as you know, and he had very high ratings. So uh, we're just learning about it almost as we speak. You and I just said, wow, that was something. That's a big one. Uh, I don't know if it was voluntary or was it uh, somebody fired. But I think Tucker's been uh, terrific. He's been, especially over the last year or so, he's been terrific to me. There's a lot of turmoil over there at Fox. I mean, 787 they just paid. Why would they get rid of a guy who's performing? Why would somebody do that to their business? Because they're they're losing money right now. Their stock has gone down. Well, I was surprised that they made a settlement on that case. I thought that was a case that uh, should easily be won. And they made a settlement. Look, you'll have to ask them. I'm not... I'm not representing them at all by any by any means, but the Tucker uh, situation again. You don't know if it's a firing. Maybe he left because he wasn't being given his free reign. He wants free reign, maybe. But uh, I was surprised by. It. Okay, so uh, we just learned something more interesting. Trump did not believe they should have settled that Dominion case. Yeah, you know. I hadn't. I hadn't seen him. Had you seen any public comments around that after they settled uh, from no. him? No, I, I, I hadn't either. Um, of course, I, I mean, I understand in his position. I probably would have thought they they shouldn't have settled it either. You know. Yeah, but from what uh, I understand, they were. If they didn't settle, then um, I believe Tucker would have had to come out and testify. I, I don't really know all the ins and outs of it. Um, but when they settled, I even heard that on um, the 787 that Dominion ain't getting 787. It's going to be like way less than that, from what I understand. It's going to be uh, less than the 787. Yeah, I heard million. something like 500 million. Hmm. So I, I'm, I guess, I'm not exactly sure. I guess maybe they still consider that to be a lot. Um, it's weird how all these entities are making decisions that aren't financially viable isn't that isn't that crazy how capitalism 101 is just being being pushed off to the side we're seeing it all the time yeah 
You know, we're seeing it with news media. We're seeing it with movies and products, Bud Light, same, same kind of deal, you know? Yep. Tucker's your number one draw, and you're going to fire him? It's like, we know we're going to lose that, money. That's, no, we're I good. knew the headlines were saying that Tucker and Fox agreed to split ways. I knew that was a lie immediately. I knew he got fired. You don't let, it, let a Tucker Carlson just leave like that, especially after he said, we'll see you on Monday. Well, he said that on Friday. <laughs> right, right. Now, uh, Glenn Beck actually thought it might have been mutual because he, he had said yesterday the statement was basically exactly the same as when him and Fox News really did mutually split and made a made a decision that was you know ag- agreed upon both both sides are good with splitting right now now with Dan Bongino Dan said that they gave him the option of doing a final show yeah you know and he he said no it's best if we split so let me ask you a question do you think Bongino and Tucker are related like it's the same kind of thing behind the scenes, or are they two separate situations? I don't think so, man. I, Don Gino has been pretty clear that him and Fox it was it was strictly contract. He's he's made that pretty crystal clear, uh, right there. Now it's ironic that it did, did actually come along around the time of the Dominion uh, settlement, right there. But uh, Bongino was only, he only had a weekend show. Right. He only had a weekend show on Saturdays. I mean, he would show up every now and then. But he, well, he was a Fox News contributor. Contributor, yeah. 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 And that's the way Tucker started off. He started off as a contributor. Now, that doesn't sound like that big a deal, but Fox News contributors, they make anywhere between 50 and a half a million bucks yeah, a they do. year. They do quite well. Just to come on and do hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, these when they have Mike Pompeo on there, what are, there's no telling how much he's getting paid. Quar, quarter of a you know, quarter of a million dollars to do four hits a month, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or five hits a month, you know, or Leo Terrell or one of these one of mm-hmm. these folks. Who who's who you think is going to get that primetime spot now? Um, I'm Don hearing <laughs> I'm hearing Brian Kilmeade may end up getting it. Okay. Um, that's that's like I think he was on there, might have been on there as soon as last night, and he he made a point to say um that he he wanted to personally wish Tucker well, yada, 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 good luck. Um, I don't know if we've got, if there's a snippet of Brian saying that uh, or not, but. Oh, my goodness. L- look at this. This just, um, oh, my goodness. Check this out. This is from NBC News here. Take this with a grain of salt. I haven't even read it yet, but look. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News, but welcome on Russian TV. (laughs) 
The ousted anchor was offered word by state-run news channels in Moscow that echoed much of his conspiratorial rhetoric on the war in Ukraine. This is NBC News, guys. (laughs) I was just pointing that out right there. What did he do that was considered conspiracy theory? What did he, I mean, outside of, and this is not even conspiracy theory, it's speculation, but outside of when he, and, and this is kind of the charming thing I liked about Tucker. Occasionally, we're talking Trump, we're talking J6. Oh, but we're going to end the last 10 minutes of the show talking about UFOs and aliens. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's the kind of thing that I liked about Tucker was not only do I get the the political side and sort of this the all the curtains pulled back kind of commentary out of him but i got that side kind of subject matter you know that sort of off the beaten path and uh by the way his his uh all of his extra shows that were like on fox nation that i guess will all be pulled off tucker carlson today i assume all those will be yanked off maybe they won't be i don't know if he owns the rights to them or what um, it's possible that he said, I want to retain the rights to that because I don't know how that works for Fox news, but I know, for example, Colin Cowherd owns all of his podcasting, all of his YouTube, that's all Collins. So I don't, and Fox sports doesn't own it. In okay. fact, that's why, that's why Colin Cowherd specifically left ESPN is because they would not allow him to own his own YouTube channel without them getting the money. He was not allowed to or start a podcast without it being on their network and them getting the money. That's exactly why Colin Cowherd mm. left ESPN. So that makes me wonder, does he, I mean, does he pull Tucker Carlson today over to some other platform? I doubt that, that he owns that stuff. Or that content stays on Fox Nation. I think it's probably going to stay there. Hmm. That's that's interesting. Well, what do you think happens with Tucker? Have you, it's have really, you got a really, feel yet? It's really, really hard to tell because it's so, it's so fresh. We haven't even heard from Tucker yet. I don't believe he's actually released it. Let me check out Twitter, see if he's even uh, posted anything. I don't think that he has. I mean, like he was blindsided. So he, I'm pretty sure he was not um, uh, planning uh, any of this. He he didn't see this coming. So let me just check in and see if he's actually put everything. No, he hadn't. He hadn't posted anything. Nothing. Okay, so let's say Tucker just started a YouTube channel, and I'm going to just say YouTube for the sake of. The don't overall, don't do YouTube. Well, I'm talking about the overall reach, okay? Because Megan Kelly yeah, started yeah. a YouTube channel. Yeah. How quick does it take him to get to a million subs? One day? Uh, I would say, like, if there was like a big announcement or something, you know, maybe it'll take a few days or so, probably. Because Tucker's bigger than Megan Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, she was she was a big wig. I get it. There was a time mm-hmm. she she was big. 
Now, she made a point when she was talking about Tucker yesterday. I saw she had massive regret that she did not start a YouTube channel and start podcasting much earlier and becoming independent. Yeah. She was like, I wish I would have done this years ago. Now, Megan Kelly, how many you know, subs does she have on YouTube? Let me see here. Because I'm subscribed to her channel. Uh, Megan Kelly has, wow, 907,000 subs. Okay. And she's been up a while, like a year. Yeah, she okay. has 2,400 videos on there. I've got to pause this so I don't want it to play. Wow, Bill O'Reilly only has 410,000 subs. Yeah. And there was a time his he was a monster on mm. Fox News. But I, I'm going to say know. it again, man. I really hope that Rumble and Tucker can work something out. Because we don't even man. we don't even know if they've they've reached out to him. you know Pro I mean, probably no. not I mean it's so new right now I don't think we're gonna hear anything from Tucker for probably the next month that's what I'm thinking at least a month you think where it is that where it is he already moved down to Florida he was already moving down to Florida anyway uh, I'm just looking right offhand to see if I see anything that there's there's nothing and you know what kills me it's the victory lap that leftists are taking right now oh yeah we you, need to see that view clip you do understand guys Tucker's gonna come back and be yeah that if uh, if they thought Tucker was big before Tucker is gonna be even bigger yeah yeah, he's going to be even bigger. Let me bring up this article that we've got because, yeah, the view, the the dairy cows working over on the view set. Yeah, I went there. Yeah, and even your so-called conservative on the view cheering. Uh, there is no conservatives on the view. Here we go. Let's just let's just play this. I don't know how long this is. Word has just come down that Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed they to part up, ways. It's really small. They thank you for his service to the network and host of a prior contributor. Wave. <laughs> look at Melissa Farrell Griffin. You know, we'll talk hey, look at the so-called conservative over there. Look at that. Laughing. Really? Wave. Do you think she was ever on Tucker's show? Because I know I know she was on Fox News a lot at one time. Um, wow. I don't know. Wow. But I, I will say this. Alyssa Farrell Griffin is weak. She is one step away from getting off that uh, liberal plantation, and they're going to cancel her on the show. But she is the right kind of uh, person that they want in that seat. A weak, weak so-called conservative. She's not a conservative. Oh, she sold out, dude. This yeah. is a that's a sell. That is a that is a smiling sellout 
right there. You're looking at it. And don't yeah. even bother with her. Isn't she supposed to be technically a Republican? She's a Republican, but she's not a uh, conservative. She's a um, she's a leftist, L- leftist Republican. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> a leftist Republican? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk more about it tomorrow because, but we wanted to make sure that we let you know what was going. Well, on. can I can I ask the audience if they'll help me do something? <laughs> Come on, folks! Na 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 na. Nada. I don't think anyone likes to. S- Word has just come down. Did All they right. realize that uh, Tucker? Did they realize that Tucker is going to be bigger than ever? But yet Don Lemon is just going to go. Don Lemon's upside is News Nation. That's his upside right there. Yeah, yeah. T- Tucker's upside. Do they not get Tucker's upside? Is Joe Rogan? Yeah. And and make no mistake, Joe Rogan is light years more powerful with his voice than The View would ever hope to be. Or right. that, uh, to be honest with you, you could take every primetime show that's on, including Tucker's when it was on, every night, and put all the views together, and it would not equal what Joe Rogan gets every day. Yeah. In listens. 12, you know, 12, 13, 14 million millions. listens a day. <laughs> uh, uh, millions a day. Yeah. And um, in fact, it even says, uh, let me go down this article, even though I'm not sharing it. I'll just give you a, a quick. Uh, in March 2023, the view was drawing roughly. 2.3 million viewers per week. Per week. When, when was this? March 2023, drawing 2.3 okay. million viewers per week. And don't get me wrong, I wish we drew 2. Point, well, we maybe well, I don't think we quite do with all the channels, but we're close. Close. <laughs> Tucker Carlson drew an average of 3.25 million per night night not week night yeah so you're talking 17 million versus 2.3 million you know yeah i i mean he's gonna i i number one i think it's gonna be a slam dunk that he starts a podcast i think that's a slam dunk yeah you know i mean that's that's a natural massive quick line of income right because if somebody like jason whitlock can can go to the blaze and you know he started that show on youtube but he started that was actually technically i mean jason whitlock's show on youtube is technically a podcast it's just it is it's just simulcast on his on youtube youtube channel his podcast, right? His podcast blew up very, very quickly. Yeah, Tucker's will will blow up fifty times faster than, than Jason yeah. Whitlock's. You know, 
I mean, uh, Tucker Car- would you say Tucker Carlson's the most powerful man in media outside of Joe Rogan? And I know Rogan doesn't consider himself part of the media. Uh, are but you talking about people in the media? Yeah, it's Tucker. It, it's yeah, it's Tucker and Joe. Patrick Patrick Beck David said it was Tucker and Joe. He thought, yeah, uh, were the two most powerful. He said, I know. Same thing. I'm I'm saying here. You know, Joe doesn't consider himself a member of the media, and he's technically speaking not, but he's got the kind of influence that he has the reach a lot that a lot of people in media would have. Um, so as long as we're getting around to doing, um, some, some various reactions, because we know somebody that went and I think we both really liked this guy because he started in the world of sports. We got Jason Whitlock's reaction. Yes. And he went on, you know, he was a regular on Tucker's show Mm -hmm. and they pulled him from the airwaves a couple of weeks ago because Whitlock had the unadulterated nerve, unmitigated gall, whatever, to uh, suggest that as a nation we can't come together and maybe we should look at secession. Uh, I'm not so sure that Jason Whitlock's wrong about that. Uh, So this is what uh, somebody that that I know you and I both – have a lot of respect for had to say i was living out in los angeles i was coming on his show i don't know how long it's been but it's been a long time and i watched tucker carlson get closer and closer to god and get closer and closer to understanding what's at the heart of what's going on in america there's a spiritual war going on good versus evil People promoting a satanic agenda that wants to sexualize your kids and wants drag queens at school and want to uh, mutilate kids' bodies. And he's a, he's a parent. He's, he's a man around the same age as me. And it's like you start looking at it. And if you look at it objectively, you have no choice but to reach certain conclusions like this is an attack on God. And what side am I going to be on? Mm, mm. And I feel sorry for those of you that are in a position where you can't be on God's side because it's too upsetting to all of your personal relationships. It'll disrupt the brand you've spent your whole life believing in. Oh, some of your friends may not like you. (laughs) I'm sorry. If you're that weak and your convictions are that weak and your faith that weak. That you would rather be on the devil's side than deal with the discomfort of admitting, hey, I was wrong. I've been thinking the wrong thing. I've been supporting the wrong group. Tucker Carlson could sell out and keep taking every dime Fox News had. They would have paid that dude 50, 60, 70 million dollars a year. It appears from the outside like now he'd rather tell the truth. He'd rather face the persecution and have AOC and everybody else and Keith Olbermann 
and all the other idiots, all the other satanic idiots calling him names and calling him a white supremacist. He'd rather stand on that truth. than just take the paycheck and submit. I respect the hell out of it. I was living out in Los Angeles. So that's what he had to say. And as always, I mean, Whitlock's pretty powerful. He uh, doesn't hold back. Well, he's, I think a lot of us feel this way. I know my, I know my wife's big on this too. You know, we've got, we've got the feeling that there's a good versus evil situation happening right now in our country, you know, certain parts of the Bible playing out in real life right now, you know, and Tucker, Tucker was not afraid to go out and openly uh, talk about his beliefs, you know, and his relationship with God. And when he, he spoke to people uh, a lot of times at, at various conferences and things of that nature, Tucker talked about that relationship and what's, and how that relationship is uh, in relation to what's going on are more so in opposition of what's going on in this country right now and how a lot of people better wake up. They better wake up and, and realize what's really happening because a lot of the things that are being supported now, uh, seems demonic. That seems like, is something out of Sodom and Gomorrah. You can certainly. Why think. are you trying to chop off the, gen- the genitals, genitals of children? You've got politicians right now, folks, that are supporting the agenda of mutilating children. Yeah. They're that, not even hiding it. They're not even hiding it. This is getting backed by media, by NBC, ABC. CBS, CNN, MSNBC, they're supporting the mutilation and the corruption of children. This would have been considered a scandal 30 years ago. A fucking scandal. Yeah. Now, this is supposed to be elevated to normalcy. Yeah. Hollywood, too. You saw that video of Kevin Bacon out there? Like, (laughs) doing this little drag thing with um, his wife? This is the thing that horror movies were once made out of. Anybody ever see the movie Hostel? Which is a horror movie. You know, I ran a horror website. It's a horror movie based on what they called torture porn. Okay, that's what those movies were called. You saw a rash of them come out. They're really, a lot of them were good because they certainly make your skin crawl. Because it reached into the the deepest, darkest parts of your thought process and made you cringe and made you want to withdraw. And, but now we're trying to elevate these things into normalcy and do it under the, the, the veil, uh, and the, the hidden shroud of, you know, the doctors are saying this is okay now. It's okay. This is a this is a medical issue. Mm, 
No, mm. I, I don't think it is. I don't think that it is. And uh, it seems wrong to a lot of people. And uh, Tucker wasn't afraid to go out there and draw that line. Jason Whitlock's not either. But even even a lot of the hardcore conservative pundits don't necessarily want to draw that correlation and draw that line. Pretty accurate. Seems pretty accurate to me. Seems there's something very sinister at work here. Uh, you know. So, anyway... Uh, that's I decided I would I would bring that up because you know I don't I don't I don't think we're wrong on that you know yeah so and did you actually hear about um Jamel Hill no uh, Jamel Hill um naturally when it comes to Jamel Hill um you gotta get are, the race card are we calling in racism out of the bullpen yeah, I just saw this um, over here on Outkick here. We're running low. Give me the racist out of the bullpen. Give me the white supremacy. Gonna need him. <laughs> oh, we've uh, manufactured some racism. Yep. Oh, goodness. Yep. I'm so glad we were getting short. We were we were starting to come up short now, on now the his, racism. His thing, CNN. They put out Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. So they're saying he was actually offered an opportunity to speak to management. But Don Lemon said he was just blindsided. They went to his manager. Believe what you want to believe on that. That's the size point. Now, look at this here. Jamel Hill. So Don Lemon got fired for doing his job. A presidential candidate that says the NRA held black people secure their rights deserve to be called out for lying. Not to mention this asinine characterization of the Civil War. Uh, that is uh, Jamel Hill uh, right there. And he got destroyed by Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Yeah, absolutely. Got destroyed. Got absolutely crushed. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not surprised that, you know, that she went up to bat for... Um, Don Lemon. Oh, yeah. That's not, I mean, this, that's not shocking at all. What's her significance these days besides making sure that the the minute trickle of racism is uh, perpetrated you know, and, 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 and uh, magnified into a I perceived think, flood these days? Honestly, I'm being real, man. I think people like Jamel Hill, they truly <laughs> want Jim Crow to come back. They want to live under Jim Crow so they can complain. You know what's crazy is, you know, her ancestors and people that came before her, those people went through so much hell. Yeah. And those people were tough. And... A lot of the previous generations that you can you can go it doesn't even matter if you're talking about skin color. These people are so locked in to a continuous and perpetual state of offended racism. Yep. <laughs> they're they they swim in it. They're they're it's like everything around them 
And it makes me wonder, you do understand at one time people were getting the fire hose, Jamel. You get that and you believe we haven't come she no wants the fire we hose 50 to years ago 60 she years wants ago? the fire hose to happen so she can remain relevant this is what the race hustlers do they want to bring us back does she even have a platform anymore oh she's got that's right she's got um the podcast over on Meadowlark with dan lebitard and john skipper oh god Oh, and I, she's got a, a Spotify deal. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's that's her. Uh, that's how she got is is making her money now is mm. um, Jamel Hill is unbothered is the name <laughs> of her uh, podcast. And uh, how much did they actually pay her? Uh, let's see. How much did she sign for? It was several. It was several million dollars. It was, it was so much money. I was thinking, wow, we're literally just lighting money on fire these days. <laughs> um. Well, I don't see a dollar figure, but no. it, it came it came across at the time that she signed it. And uh I know it it just baffled me. I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, we've been going an hour. We got anything else we need to talk about, Rhodes? Uh I guess not, unless we want to talk about Bud Light. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We can talk about that for a few minutes. Yeah. I've got Bud Light. Let's look at it. I think we actually put that in the title. Yeah, we did. I forgot about oh, it. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. Where is it? There it is. Okay. Yeah, it's not Here going we go. too well for uh, Bud Light right now. It's not, but I got to be honest with you. This seems kind of low to me. 17% I, is significant, though. I, it's big. It's a lot of money, but I actually, I, it wouldn't have shocked me if this was more like 35%. But you Bud also got to realize you got to realize too that probably not everybody actually knows about the boycott too. You know, people would be surprised how many people are completely oblivious to things like what just happened. Yeah. There I mean there's a lot of people that do not stay locked in to stuff at all. I know people that never watch the news. They have no idea what's going on. Uh, which is kind of crazy, and it kind of scares me that these people are voting, but that's just a fact. Uh, Outkick, Bud Light sales dropped 17% after Dylan Mulvaney's disaster. This was in a report. The beer brand under Anheuser-Busch's umbrella has been getting crushed ever since the collaboration with transgender activists and the latest data is very alarming for the company. Data from Nielsen IQ and Bump Williams Consulting shows that the light beer has taken a hit of 17% in dollars sold and volume dropped 21% for the week that ended April 15th. Oh, okay, so it's probably gotten worse since then. 
according to the New York Post, that's a significant drop from the previous week. The week that ended April 8th saw a sales drop of 6% and a volume drop of 11%. Now, check this out. Meanwhile, Coors Light and Miller Light are up big. The two are up 18% according to the mm. same data. Yeah, so now we that, know. That some- clearly tells you Bud Light drinkers went over to Coors. That's right. Coors and Miller Light. Uh, and I wonder, I wonder, do these numbers, uh, is that just Bud Light or is it every beer that they manufacture that people jumped out on? Like, for example, Land Shark is mm. a pretty widely sold beer. Shock Top, I believe, is under their, their uh, umbrella. Because I'm wondering, what do those sales look like? Did those sales crash? Because, you know, people were sharing the list of brands, and it was, what were there, 20 brands on there that they actually, Michelob Ultra was on, Michelob Ultra yeah. was on there, which is a, a massively sold beer. Anheuser-Busch has been scrambling to do damage control ever since the fallout from the Dylan Mulvaney disaster. It's an all-time great example of going woke, going broke, but like consumers just want to drink beer. Instead, they were served a collaboration featuring a person whose entire brand is to mock women and behave like a little girl. You're trying to tell me that's not satanic. Remember Dylan Mulvaney's Bud Light ad was about how he's too stupid to understand sports and March Madness. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it goes on to talk about that cringeworthy statement that um, that CEO released that was a apology, non-apology that he put yeah. out. Which I keep trying to tell people that was not an apology. He, I don't no, think they no. ever blatantly said they were sorry. And it but wouldn't matter he definitely if they was did. Letting you know, he definitely was letting you know that, hey, we are worried. Oh yeah, you could tell. I mean, and and that's what they, it was. They released a pro-American ad and promptly got destroyed over it. Yep, got dragged straight to hell over that ad. It was uh, it was pretty funny. Yes, it was. <laughs> Anything oh. else, Mister Matrix? Uh, I don't think so. Let me go make a little round here. I don't think. There's anything else on the board here that we need to talk about? Nope. I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up. Patel Ron six says, uh, they believe that Modelo falls under that umbrella as well. Wow. That's crazy. They were, they were involved with boxing. Um, God, how, how bad do you think Pat McAfee is? Because I got a pretty fair idea of where Pat aligns politically. <laughs> hmm. You know, his show is sponsored by Bud Light. Oh, it is. His He's going to have a live YouTube yeah. draft show. Option. And Bud Light is sponsoring the damn thing. Wow. Yeah. Oh well. That's that's brutal. You know? 
I'd be like, uh, oh, y'all haven't given me that check yet. Let's <laughs> let's uh <laughs> cuz I mean it would take Pat McAfee like, you know, 2 hours to find a new beer sponsor. Yeah. You know, with as yeah. many listens as he gets. So, you know. Yeah. That's the scary part about getting locked into a contract with somebody yep. a brand is they could yep. they could pull this shit at any point. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for coming out. Um, we'll be back tomorrow again as we are still banned on uh, YouTube. So we're going to be here doing a show. A lot of fun. Don't have to worry about what we're saying. So I'm really enjoying that. So <laughs> it, it's weird to be able to talk about the election. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that, that freedom feels, <laughs> feels so good. F bomb, F bomb, F bomb. <laughs> you nobody's doing shit about it yep yep (laughs) oh shit well that's it guys we'll catch you guys tomorrow peace we're out till next time